0: Log Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox.
1: Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. I just love that song. I just boogie in the beginning every single time. So we are on step one, awareness, and I'm super excited that we are just rocking and rolling into season eight. We are going to be talking about responsibility tonight, and we have an amazing guest coach um, to bring on with us, but first. Let me introduce
0: my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I am doing amazing and I'm so happy to be here with Kelly and one of our favorite coaches, Alana, and I can't wait to hey. get our discussion going. Oh, sorry, I let the cat out of the bag.
1: You are such a naughty girl. So, um <laughs> We are excited though that uh, one of our saves is here with us tonight, Alana Schwartz. How are you doing tonight, Alana? I'm fantastic and so excited to be with you. We are excited to have you. It has been way too long. Keep telling Alana she's coming out. And she's here. We love it. So, Alana, tell our audience, tell our audience what it is that you get to do and who you get to serve. Well, I get to
2: talk for a living, which is awesome. I am a mindset coach, speaker, and trainer, and I get to help people who are feeling stuck, like they can't get any traction get really clear on what they want and need so that they can pivot and make a cha-cha change
1: yeah i love that i love that cha-cha change (laughs) yes 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 i love it yeah so alana what does awareness mean to you think of
2: awareness
1: it's almost
2: like so we go through life, and a lot of times we've got blinders on. Like, if you ever, like, thrive somewhere, and you're like, wait a minute, how did I even get here? Because we're so used to being on autopilot. It's when mm-hmm. you get a chance to actually pause and take a look around, and it's almost like the blinders come off, and you can see it. Because there's that buzzword, mindfulness, that a lot of people are using right now. But it's that, mm-hmm. it's, it's almost like that, it's like the just the lights are on and spotlights are on, so that you can truly see where you are and what's going on, and things that you may not have noticed before.
0: Hmm. I yeah. like that. I I I think a lot of times for me, when I think of awareness, I think of the word attentiveness, and mm-hmm. um, really paying attention to uh, to your you know to your five senses. Paying attention to your intuition, being really attentive and aware of your feelings, and I think you you really hit the nail on the head. With we just kind of go on autopilot, um, and we don't stop and and be attentive not only to our needs and our feelings, but to the needs and feelings of others around us. And I think sometimes I'll I'll be somewhere doing something, and somebody will say, "Did you see that?" And I'll say. No. Uh what, what you know I didn't see it or I didn't hear it because I was just super focused on, you know, moving through the through space instead of really being aware of my surroundings and aware, aware of so much that's in in the space that we occupy. So I I think that that's really so important that we pause and we are attentive to the things that are going on around us and within us. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I love that. And how, Alana, how do you feel like responsibility plays into that awareness?
2: I look at it as it's, it's the personal responsibility because it's, it's our job Mm -hmm. to, to take those steps and, at that attentiveness and there might be times when we may not be ready to do that yet it comes i think part of it comes down to things you can control versus not control and choosing how you want to show up in the world and terry i love that you mentioned the attentiveness outside of you and also within you it I think with responsibility, it's also listening to your body and listening for clues Mm. because our Mm -hmm. bodies are amazing. Like sometimes if you're in a certain situation and all of a sudden like your stomach's starting to hurt or your head's starting to pound, it could be your body trying to signal you that, hey, something's not right about this situation. And, you know, taking the responsibility or taking that moment to say, wait, what's going on right now? What do I need? Is it in alignment with where I want to go and what I'm doing? Um, are there certain other things and other factors that are involved in there? So I think that there's, you know, there's a lot of people going through life that, you know, blame others for things that are going on in the world or circumstances, or I'm not where I want to be. It's such and such fault, or I don't have enough time, I don't have enough money, I don't. Instead of pausing to say, okay. What's mine? What's my responsibility in that? And really, you know, having that awareness, that mindfulness, that attentiveness to see what's my part in all of this. What am I doing that I really want? What don't I want? And being willing to actually look at that and shine a light on it and examine it instead of just being like, oh, well, this circumstance doesn't work for me. And then it's actually taking responsibility for where we are in our lives where we want to go and what we want to learn from that. Does that make sense? Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, I love that. I think it's our responsibility to stay aware, to have those check-in points um, with ourselves and with what's going on around Limpus. Are we in alignment with this or that? Does this um, Does this align with our values, with our vision, with our mission, with our priorities? Um, all those different things are we staying aware of what's going on are we are we coming off autopilot are we coming are we uh, taking those blinders off and sometimes there's going to be areas in our life where we are on autopilot because we're focused in a different area and then there comes the time where we need to check in with that area that's been on autopilot and see if it's still going in the right direction you know is it still is it still on course or has it has it taken you know taken itself off course so um you know it's really it's really important that we that we um stay aware because other people might see hey something Something's off with Kelly. I don't know what's going on with Kelly, but something's off, right? And maybe someone comes up and, and says, hey, what's going on with you, right? And then that's an opportunity for me to be like, oh, okay, what's going on with me, right? But it's it's actually our responsibility to, to notice when we're off, right? So I love that you brought that up. Terry? Yes? Your opinion?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We know you have one. (laughs) I was being aware that you were talking to me. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you are being facetious, but go ahead. I Mm -hmm. know, I know. (laughs) I think that uh, in terms of personal responsibility, I I really am, am thinking, you know, about what Alana said about control and no control, because I think that awareness, propels us forward in a productive way because I think we can get stuck when we are, you know, trying to change things that we have no control over. And yet we all do that. I mean, I'm not going to say we all. I do that uh, because I want to be able to fix things or I want to be able to um, save people from themselves or whatever. for whatever reason I'm trying to control others or situations that I have no control over, that awareness of what I control and what I don't control really smacks of personal responsibility. And I, I don't know that mm-hmm. i never thought of that particular aspect of awareness, but that certainly is uh, an awareness that, that can bring us to a point where we can really make choices that will propel us forward. Where we, where we can get mm-hmm. stuck trying to control uh things that we we don't control, and I think I do that exercise yes. a lot mm-hmm. with my clients, and yet I had not done that thought about that in terms of personal responsibility and awareness, so I appreciate that
1: yeah For and sure. I'm, actually,
2: I'm glad that you mentioned that I have um one that I do with my clients. if you imagine a Venn diagram, so where you draw mm-hmm. two different circles where they insect it the intersect in the middle, so especially if you mm-hmm. are a visual person, where one of those circles are the things that matter to you, the things that you value. And you can fill that in and all those things that are really, really important to you. Because when it comes to awareness, and I know Kelly and Terry both have mentioned it before about being on alignment, sometimes we forget about what our values even are. So being able to jot it down and really see, okay, this is what matters to me. This is what's important. And putting that in one of the circles. And then the other circle is the things I can control. And where they intersect in the middle, that's the part to focus on. If it's something that's important to you and it matters to you and you can control it, where you can take that personal responsibility, you can actually put the time and effort and energy into it, that's where the time and focus can go. If it's something that you can't control, or it doesn't matter, that's where that also that personal responsibility piece of stepping back and saying, whoa, maybe that's not mine to hold on to right now. Let me put it aside, and here's where I can focus and where I can really pay attention and um, really, really be aware of the things that are really, truly important to me and are aligned with that. And it's a great check-in point of coming back to it and you know, Kelly, as you mentioned before going through it and coming back and you know checking in with, like, especially if you're like, okay, I don't even know how to check in with myself. Do you can come back and see actually a visual representation of, oh, cool, that's not in my circles. Do I want it to be in my? It's not in my mm-hmm. circles. Okay, maybe I could push that to the side right now and I could focus on my circle.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. That's a great tool. And we shared with our, our class uh, last week the, the um, making of the of T, the, um, the two columns, um, and writing down what you can control on one side and what you can't control on the other. And usually I find that I have more things on the side of, that I can't control, and, and it's kind of a relief right, of I'm going to release these things that I can't control and I'm going to focus on these few things that I can. But a lot of our students saw all the things that they could control, and it empowered them to focus on the things that – or to see all of the things that they could control and let go of the few things they couldn't. So it was really interesting for me to see the flip side of that exercise and I think that, you know, whichever way it goes for you, if it's a release or if it's empowering you, you know, that's a really great exercise to do as well and similar to the one that you just shared. So I love, I love that. Um, another tool that I love with this is, or with awareness is, um, are you making it up or is it true? And really challenge those stories that you're telling yourself, and take personal responsibility of your part of the story, and and that you've been acting on um, pieces of the puzzle that are not real, and you know going and having that conversation for that clarification, or going and apologizing, or going and doing whatever you need to. Um to make that puzzle actually true um, and not and not made up, and taking that personal responsibility to do so.
2: I love that's one of my favorite ones that am I making it yeah. up, or is that true? Because oh my gosh, aren't we great storytellers? Oh, my goodness, we can come up with some best-selling trilogies, sequels, whole kinds of things going on. But what a gift yeah. to be able to shine light on that and really being able to examine is, you know, is this a place where I'm waiting, wishing, hoping for something to happen, or is it actually a reality of what's going on? Am I making up stories? Am I not? And what a gift to be able to sit down and, you know especially with your students of writing down those things that I can control, things that I can't control, and being really aware of you know what are what are your pieces, what do you want to hold on to, how do you want to show up in the world, what do you want to take with you, and what you know being really attentive to where you're spending your time um especially if it's spending time worrying about all that stuff out there that you can't control. It's it's like that gift of clarity of being able to push a lot of the, the junk out of the way. It's like, I think of course, you know, Halloween's coming up and there's like the spider webs and all that. It's like getting the, getting the mist, getting the ick out of the way so you can actually see and be more aware of what's going on around you.
1: Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, I think that um, probably the biggest impact I've had in my journey has been really examining the stories that I've told myself. And this was the first tool that I really took and ran with. I would ask myself this question constantly all day long because I was making up so much stuff. I was making up so much stuff. Simple things like saying I didn't like lima beans when I'd never eaten lima lima beans and had no idea if I liked them or not. To completely doubting my ability to do anything on my own. Right. So challenging those stories from the small to the big really changed changed my perception of myself and my life and what was capable. Um, And I still ask myself that question when I find that, um, you know, the story isn't serving me. And Mm -hmm. is there a way that I can see and perceive what's going on differently? And um, I get to ask myself, okay, are all these P- puzzle pieces is real, or did my did my brain make some of them up and um and really get clear on that and I think it's a really powerful tool that you can use well, I think awareness
0: you know awareness being the first step in uh you know in the pathway to change uh, being the first step it it's it sort of smacks of why it is there because it's so foundational and it's really the, the underpinning of every other step. So until we can have that awareness and take that personal responsibility to be willing to be aware and setting that as a goal each day, to be aware of our surroundings, our feelings, our inner workings, our what's in our space our environment the people around us i mean it sounds like it's a lot but it's just opening your eyes opening your ears and opening your heart mm-hmm. and when so when you can see what's around you you can hear what's around you and you can you know have that feeling of awareness and ask yourself those questions about your perceptions like you were talking about, Kelly, and the stories that you created in your mind. Are these real or am I making them up? And just really, I think as you not perfect because I don't like that word, as you hone your skills to be aware, you can more easily, with more ease and grace, answer that question, is it true or am I making it up? Because you're your ability to observe, to see, to hear, to then feel, and discern between what's true and what's not true—that awareness will take you through all of the other steps of, of the um, the program. So that's how foundational and pivotal this capacity to be aware. And to be aware of what's true and what's not true and what am I making up and what am I not making up and what do I have control of and not have control of. That is Mm -hmm. is just, um, you know, that's what supports you as you move forward through the other steps.
1: Yeah. And it's your responsibility to Mm -hmm. become aware and to see those changes that you want to make and to see and get clear on the life that you want to be living and the person you want to be and how you want to show up in the world. And what is your passion? What is your purpose? What is your, your reason for doing this or that? What is important to you? Um, what are your values? All of the things that we've been talking about tonight, it's our responsibility to go on that journey to ask those questions, to find those answers. And then it comes to step two, which is, are we willing to do anything about it?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so it's all, it, it's, it's all up to us. As we say all the time, it all starts with us. It all starts within. And awareness is that as well. It all starts
0: within. It all starts with us. Yeah, and the great thing about it is you surround yourself with people that um, can support you in that journey, you know, and and that's where Rhonda, you know, brought Rhonda Britton, the founder of this program says, you know, you can't be fearless alone. Well, you can't build your journey alone either, but it starts with that willingness to, to take personal responsibility, to be aware, and then one of the things you're aware of is, is that you need support. And uh, are you willing mm-hmm. to ask for what you need? And that is another whole, that's another whole month of topics, so we'll <laughs> go there. But it's, uh, you know, it, you don't have to do it alone. Exactly.
2: Yeah. And it's also that awareness of, especially when it comes to support, of maybe being in a spot where it's like, I know that I need support in this, but I don't even know what I need help with. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it feels like it's, like there's so much that it always, I don't know what I even know, don't know, like I, I don't even know. So the power mm-hmm. of that, I, I look at awareness almost like it's kind of like this big pause so that instead of us, you know, continuously going and going, it's truly planting our feet and taking a pause, taking a deep breath and really looking around and taking stock of where we are.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's,
2: whether it's simply shifting a little bit, shifting a lot, turning around, having to take a step back to propel you forward, whatever it is, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Because when it comes to being aware, all it is is simply taking stock of where you are. And if you're happy with it, great. If there's things you want to change, great. And it's giving yourself that gift of compassion and kindness and, you know, having a hand on your back when you need it. Um, or linking mm-hmm. arms with somebody and taking along the way, but you can't necessarily do that without pausing to figure out what direction we want to go next. Yeah, I love that.
0: I, I just picture the pause button. I, I even, uh, you know, I'll just slam my hand down and say, pause. You know, there's no button there, but I, I'm going to pause because without that time to reflect or that time to be aware, uh, to take stock, you know we just keep i keep going not everybody has has the same you know uh preferences of how they move through space but i have this uh i guess like a bull in a china closet is what my mother used to say you know just go 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 you know go aim later just go and so that pausing and being aware is what really can help me then to to then move for for forth with intention and purpose rather than just move forward to move forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that you just that. And you have to be aware of to
1: know. <laughs> yeah. You have to be aware that that's how your energy is and that that pause is needed so that you take the pause, right? right. So that yeah. you're like, okay, I need a pause here. Um, If you weren't aware of that, then you wouldn't know that what you need is to hit the pause button, right? Mm -hmm. So we need to become aware of how our energy moves and how we um, tend to um, react to situations so that we can support ourselves with
0: that next best step. Uh, Yeah, that's like Alana. Well, I was just going to say that Alana, when Alana said pay attention to your body, uh my body tells me when it's time to pause just like she said it's a feeling here you know it's a something within me that tells me okay it's time to pause because either i'm frustrated i'm you know i'm, I'm having expectations i'm you know getting upset or whatever so that's that's when my body says hey pause breathe reflect be aware you know <laughs> hmm Yeah, definitely.
1: This has been a great conversation tonight, ladies. We are almost out of time, and I want to make sure that we give Alana um, a few minutes to share her contact information or if you've got anything coming up uh, that our listeners might want to get a chance to jump in on, um, this is your time to share that.
2: That was really fast.
1: I was like, we could just keep talking, yep. you're talking, you're talking.
2: But that happens <laughs> yeah. to happen when the three of us are together anyways. Um, so people can find me on Facebook. I have a group called Make a Cha-Cha Change. I'm also on there um, under Ilana Sarah Coaching. It's I-L-A-N-A-S-A-R-A Coaching. Um, I do actually have a couple of programs that are going to be starting soon and some other fun things in the at work. uh, Works I have, a actually a whole mindset program that I'm getting ready to do that's all about shifting from the the places where we sabotage ourselves and being able to shift it more into a sage mindset and being able to control some of those places where we might be avoiding or judging ourselves or people-pleasing and really be able to be proactive. So there's a lot of good stuff in the works as well. But thank you for having uh, me. This was uh-huh. fun.
1: Yeah. And we want you to go into the Facebook group and on the Facebook page and post, um, you know, post about your group um, so that people can easily click on over there and join and uh, see about all of the stuff that you have coming out soon. So um, make How sure you do that. that as well. But we thank you so much for being able we take responsibility and do that yeah yeah yes. <laughs> um, we thank you so much for being on. We loved having you here as we knew we would and um, it was just it's been great to be able to connect with you in this way on the show
2: thank you so much this was an absolute pleasure
1: yay well we want to remind everyone that the twelve steps to were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And you can learn more about Fearless Living by going to fearlessliving.org. And there's all kinds of good stuff over there to check out. So go do it. Also, you can find Terry and I at our website, fearlessgenerations.org, and see all of the great stuff that we have going on. Uh, We always have a workshop coming up um, we have our program, which goes over these steps more in depth and it is amazing if I do say so myself. And so you can go over and check that out as well. We also can be found on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, um, even Pinterest, if you want to go search up there and you can find, um, Find us there and find all of the content and information that we put out on a daily basis, which we would love to share with you as well. Um, but uh, thank you for being here, listeners, and keep coming back. And thank you, Terry as always, for being my wonderful co-host. And until next week, everybody, be
0: fearless. Thank you, Alana. Bye. Be fearless. Bye. Bye.